0: Hey, welcome to Youth Factor. Okay, so today's episode is gonna be a little different. Um, it, it's it, it's cool, and there's also kind of a negative to it. So we did a clubhouse hangout on Saturday, and it was just kind of impromptu. I, I threw a thing like in, in Snapchat first to see who's available, and like basically none of you guys were available um, except for Maddie. You guys all were busy or whatever. So I we went ahead and did it anyways, and. I'm glad I did. Cause I'm glad I 'cause I, I gotta get some bugs worked out. That's like gonna be the negative I'm gonna talk about here in a second. So basically what happened is we jumped on Clubhouse. If you don't know, Clubhouse is it's like a new social network and it's all voice, it's all just conversations. You have rooms and people talk and it's it's almost like um if you took like Facebook and podcasting and, and put them together, that's essentially what it is. So like you go into these rooms and People are like live podcasting, essentially. And so I, I've been doing, using it for a while now, and I decided to... We have a, a, a room called the chapel, and I decided to <clears throat> have a little youth room and a little conversation about something and record it. Now, here's where things kind of fell apart, is it was the first time I tried it, and I just assumed it would all work right. <laughs> so uh, it recorded my audio. But for some reason, it didn't record the participants' audio. So um, Jonathan kind of co-hosted this with me. And there was a few times where he was talking, and it didn't record his audio. And then towards the end, we had Maddie come up, and she asked a question. And you can't hear that either. So what I did is I went through, and I kind of cut it out. So like, you're still going to know when it happens, because I'm going to be like, oh, Jonathan, like, what do you think about that? And then it's going to cut to me being like, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad you said that. But I did cut them out so there wasn't just these long like silence pauses because uh, I figured it would be really annoying. Um, but it wasn't yeah. – yeah. just to give you perspective, it was like a 30-minute uh, conversation. And once I cut out all I, – I did most of the talking and teaching. So like once I cut out all the other pieces that didn't get recorded, it only dropped it down to like 25 minutes. So it wasn't like you're missing half the conversation as it were. This was basically I was teaching on something and there was a little bit of response and um Jonathan had a few things and I asked him a few questions and he responded. So it it I think it's still listenable, which is why I'm going to go ahead and put it out for today's podcast. And I want to do these more often where we talk in the end about like even having like a, a weekly scheduled time where it's like hey, we're You know, we jump on Clubhouse at this time and do that, but then also just jumping on more randomly and doing some Q&A because you guys have tons of questions. And um, I like doing them as the podcast format, but then also we can jump on and do the whole Clubhouse format as well and hear from you guys and get you guys to actually answer the questions is cool. So go ahead and enjoy. Let me know what you think of it. Uh, And if you need an invite to Clubhouse, let me know. I have six right now. Uh, and I know some of the other students also have some, so let me know. I'll send you over an invite. You just need to message me that you need an invite and then your actual phone number um, because that's how it sends the invite. So I will need your phone number, and I can shoot that over to you, and boom, you'll be in, and it'll be good. All right, let's jump into this. Okay, we're going to get started. Um, I want to just, we don't have to go super long or depend on how many jump in and there's questions or whatever. And, um, so we can just kind of go whatever, but if this is just a few minutes that we can do that too. But I was reading a little bit ago in Acts, cause it's like one of my favorite books. What's your, Jonathan, what's your favorite book in the Bible? Or like, maybe not your favorite, but like one of your favorite books, if you don't have an exact favorite. <sighs> yeah. Romans. That's a good one too. I have a, um hundred and something hour sermon series from john piper on romans and it's massive like the guy taught on romans for years so (laughs) i i was reading acts because it all it kind of always has been like my favorite book and um i was reading i got to i didn't start on chapter one i started like chapter six or something like that. And I got to, I don't know if there's place to put my bookmark back in. Um, and I've talked about this in youth before a little bit, but, uh, where we're talking, um, see, where are we? I probably should have had this ready before we go. Um, here we go. <laughs> right. Um, I just was a few pages back. So um where it is uh, where it's the uh where Stephen, not the where Stephen, you know because it's basically they're like you know there's a little fight breaks out not physical fight but they're like hey these you know they're getting more food than we are blah 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 and so like the pastors are or the disciples are like look like we we can't stop studying and praying like we literally have to figure out the New Testament, guys. Come on, we're a little busy here. Um, we can't stop what we're doing to basically wait. And they kind of said condescending, like we can't stop this to wait tables. Uh, clearly, there was a little bit more than that if you've ever worked in food ministry. And and so people people like, okay, cool. We're gonna like come up with like seven people to essentially manage this because as apostles, we're not really called to manage church. We're you know we're called to preach and teach and you know plant the church and send people and all that kind of stuff. So um, they come up with, with a group of seven I'm going to go with because that's what it says here in my Bible. And so I've always loved Stephen, right? Because they pick seven guys to do like the most boring non-ministry thing you can think of. Like literally it's like, okay, um, people are going to come in to the food ministry and they're going to you know get food And they always argue, they always complain, someone always wants more, and they always wanna say this person gets more than this person. So really you just have to stand here and basically tell them to shut up and no, you're all getting 55 pounds of food, don't worry about it. And I'm obviously taking this and putting this a little more. Like actually, that's what we gave out last time we did something. And we had people, you remember that? Like people were like, we need two boxes because we have a bigger family. Jonathan, where were you during that? Were you there with me or where were you when we were loading the food in that outreach? So that day, um, and that makes sense why I don't remember where you were because you weren't there. Uh, and everyone was wearing the same blue shirt, so it's hard to remember who was where. Um, but that, that day, we had a few people who wanted multiple boxes of food. We were giving out these 55, I know you know this, but I'm saying for people listening to like on the podcast and stuff later, we we're giving out these giant boxes, like these 50, it was 55 pounds of food. There was like coffee and cheese and turkey or chicken or chicken strips. There's all this kind of stuff. And we had a few people mad that they couldn't get more than one box and I mean I have a family of five and when I say one box it was it was actually three it was like two boxes in a bag it was one big box so anyway it's 55 pounds of food it was a lot and some people got mad and this one lady in particular would not leave and it's a car line and she would not leave and she was holding up the entire line because she said like I demand two boxes and we could not get. It. I'm like, man, you're literally holding. Like Tina Bolos was talking to her, and you know, Tina's way too sweet. And so this lady was like, I'm not leaving. And so I walked up, and I'm like, man, like you, you got. It. Finally, I was just like, look, you you have to move. Like all these cars are behind you. Like you're you're literally just gonna sit here and like stop everyone else. Like you're not getting two sets of food. It's not gonna happen because you're we're literally then taking it from the last person in the line. You were not doing it. So are you going to sit here all day? Or are we going to have to start having cars go around you? And so she finally left and she's like, I'm calling the news, the new, the TV, uh, the channel, whatever news and, and telling them how unjust you guys are being. So, you know, and first off, it's kind of funny because we're giving away free food. We literally paid, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Exactly. Um, and then so I told her, I go, well, actually, the news is already here. They're in there if you want to go tell them. <laughs> and she just left. She left. And it was good stuff. Like none of it was like, it wasn't crappy food. Like it was good. I remember we were packing it and we were like, um, I I want some of this. I remember Cody like being like, can I have, he just moved out and had an apartment and he's like, I don't eat this good. I, I really want a box of this stuff. Uh, <laughs> now to be fair, the lady, her point, she wasn't saying that, Oh, I deserve two boxes. She was trying to say, I have two families in this car, but it was very specifically one per, car so we were, we were like if you have more than one household you got to come in more than one car because we can only do we weren't gonna take the time to verify you know, like you know utility bills to make sure there were two it was basically one box or one set like one set of 55 pounds of, you know it was two boxes and a bag, a grocery bag of food and she was really upset and this took time like we had to deal with her right this whole thing took time already but then this particularly so this would be like this lady's arguing with us right? this would be like us saying, hey, um, we have a problem. And like, imagine going into the church and grabbing like Peter, right? And be like, hey, um, Peter, uh, so I know that you're like really praying into, and right now and, and studying the Old Testament, which obviously wouldn't have been called the Old Testament. You're really studying the scriptures right now and you're trying to figure out, you know, this this really important thing and hear from God. But um, this lady won't move her, her mule and she, until we give her more than one box. And should we just do it or what? And he like comes out and he's like, "Guys, I don't, I don't have time. This is not, he doesn't say I don't have time. He's like, this would be bad. This would, this is not right for us to stop to do this. And so he's like, look, you got some like find seven people here who are, and he gives some criteria. And so he these seven people. But the part that fascinates me is six of these people we never hear from again, right? They're not mentioned, as far as I know. Like, they're not mentioned. One of them is Stephen. And not only is he mentioned, but, like, we see him, like, getting murdered because he's, he's basically – this begins to describe him the same way as the disciples. Like, we see the disciples preaching and teaching, right? And then it causes a public disturbance. So we have like the the Jewish leaders saying, we don't like what he's preaching and teaching. So we want them killed or jailed. And then we have like the government, the Roman government leaders going, hey, we could really could care, like literally could not care less about your stupid religious stuff. But what we do care about is you're causing a public scene. And then one of those times it was Herod and Herod was like a psycho and he was like literally excited to get to kill one of them. And he was like, yes, I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. Um, do you have something to say? Yeah, so and there are a few t- Herod's but like cuz Herod was basically like it's they were a bunch of juniors, right? Cuz like it was Herod and then like he would die and then his son was also named Herod. Like it was it was kind of weird, but it's just like a family of like psychos. So we see Stephen in a similar situation. Like what's his job? His job is basically to, you know, wait tables essentially. He he's there to deal with it when people want to fight and say, "Hey, they got more food. That's not fair." Oh, hey, you're giving, so like in our context, they'd be like, hey, you're giving the Italians more food than the Bosnians. That's not fair. Like, why are the Italians getting better better amounts of food than than the, the Bosnians here in, in Utica? And, and that's essentially his job is to come in and be like, look, you know, we're sorry you feel that way, but everyone's getting 55 pounds of food. There is not, you know, we don't care if you're Italian or Bosnian or white or black or any of these things, you know, like we don't, we don't care. Like it's, it's 55 pounds for everyone per car, and, and I've, I've, I've like how whatever he was doing, he was doing it so well. I heard one uh, recently. I heard someone, and it makes a lot of sense. Basically, say he essentially got promoted out of that. Like he, so he got picked as like, you know, working in the food ministry, and he did such a good job, he got promoted to essentially being like a disciple. Whether that's true or whether he just literally was so good at what he was doing and he was beginning, he was witnessing to people and e- either way at the end of the day, he's causing, um, he, he's basically causing like a public disturbance, right? Because of, because of his, his ministry and, and they decide to stone him. And in fact, they can't find anything wrong with him. So they actually have to hire some people. And I, I love the story because I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this up really quick. Cause you can go read the whole story. It's it's one of my favorite stories in the entire Bible. Um, and Because I just love how someone who got such a lowly position ends up, you know, doing such a good. Like, I've never met a Christian who did such a good job at their job that they they were killed. It's like, hey, you're so good at this. Yes. (laughs) And he's connected to Paul because, you know, uh, Saul at the time still was the dude guarding like the people's coats and everything. So there's even kind of like a weird connection to arguably, I mean, I guess people have different opinions and some people don't like Paul that much, but to arguably one of the greatest of the apostles Um, so yeah, the Stephen guy was basically, was awesome, essentially. And he had no great position or title. He was given, you know, a lowly job that you would basically, if you're like, I'm called in the ministry. And then they said, okay, here's your job. Nowadays, most people would quit. And when I was reading it today, I've never really made this connection or thought of this way. But as I was reading it today, I wasn't like studying it for tonight. I was just reading um, and I, I had the thought, I'm like, okay, so he's in this position that seems boring and lowly and he could have easily just shrugged it off. and like, whatever, who cares? It's just like literally stupid boxes of food. We don't care. Um, type thing. It made me think of like our students in school because like none of them signed up for this, like maybe one out of a thousand of them is like, yes, yeah, school. And it's awesome. I love scholastics. But for the most part, they're like, Ugh, school, I, I have to be here. This is boring. Um, I don't care about this. So I'm, and so you have the opportunity to be like, I'm literally just going to turn in whatever, just sloppy work. I don't care. I'm going to miss homework. I'm going to have attitudes by teachers. This is not what I want to do. I could care less about this. I'd rather be at church right now. Or we could follow Stephen's example, And you could just be like, look, I don't really want to be at school. I'd much rather be at church, or I'd much rather be on a missions trip, or I'd much rather just skip past this and be a youth pastor or a pastor or whatever, a missionary, evangelist, whatever you feel called to do. Uh, But instead we could like, you're like, I'm going to be like Stephen, and I'm going to do such a good job at this that I, I want people to take notice. And I want people to be like, uh, wait, should we actually let him or her keep doing this because they're a Christian, they're getting too much influence, and we don't really want them promoting their influence? Maybe we should not allow Christians to be student body officers anymore. Hey, maybe we shouldn't allow Christians to be captains of the team anymore, or something that's a little closer to what's actually happening. Like maybe we shouldn't allow Christians to have clubs anymore. Is there a way we can keep clubs but get rid of, uh, you know, the Christian clubs? And so that was really encouraging to me because I'm like, you know, as, as a student, you have the opportunity to either slack off and, and be a, a bad example because, oh, you're a Christian and you're barely passing and your teachers don't like you and you're always, you know, having problems. Or you can be like, I'm a Christian, therefore I'm going to use this as my mission field. And, you know, you can't go to a, a as a missionary, like I couldn't say, hey, I'm going to go to uh, the Philippines and be a missionary. And when I get there, break a bunch of laws and, you know, I don't know if they care about littering or not, but, you know, here we do like, you know, like littering and, and like trashing your neighbor's property and stealing from the government and, and all this kind of Be like, oh yeah, okay, but well, who cares about all that? Like your, your country is kind of stupid anyways. I'm just here to preach the gospel. No one's going to listen to you. And how true that is like in school where. If you're late and you're missing all the time and you're rude to your teachers and you don't do a good job, and I'm not saying you have to have straight A's to be a Christian, but if you're not at least trying and you're not well-liked, not because you're compromising on your, on your message, but not well-liked because you're, you're you know, really just doing a good job at representing Christ there, um, not just with what you say and carrying your Bible, but with your everything else, then that, obviously that, that can be a problem right? You know, chime in there. I'm going to pull Maddie up here in a second. She can ask questions or say anything, but I don't do anything. You want to say a a tag onto that, Jonathan, before we bring her up? Yeah, exactly. That's a a perfect example. I'm glad you gave that because naturally I would give the example of um, the whole story of me getting, you know, in in high school, getting accused of cheating on that project. But I just gave that in Sunday school or in youth on Sunday recently, so I didn't really want to tell that again. So I'm glad you gave that example. Um, Cool. Let's pull maddie up here if i can remember how oh invite to speak cool we sent you the invite maddie if you're in a noisy oh there we go i don't know if you're in an environment where you can whatnot but um you have any questions it doesn't have to pertain to this but you know it would be nice if it pertained to this but if you're like oh i had some other question i really wanted to ask um that's fine too but did you have any questions about kind of what we're talking about today or anything to add or yeah anything like that yeah, and I've actually recently – when I say recently, I mean probably the last three or four months, um, I've had several questions from students that – and basically related back to this concept of like – like I had, I've had i had one student, again. I'm not going to give names and stuff unless it's like, oh, hey, we were bragging about Kaylee in the, in the beginning and stuff. But um, I had a student, and I'll just say they. I'll try not to say he or she, so that way we don't give that away. But I had a student, and they were really struggling because they were like – I don't want to do this school stuff. Like I would rather study my Bible and, and like, why do I need to learn this school stuff? If it's not even going to like, how am I ever going to use this? I, I I want to spend my time studying the Bible. And I had to basically say these same things. I'm like, yes, but you know, think of it. You're an ambassador. Like, like I can't go to your school and, and spread the gospel. Like I, I, first off, I'd be arrested for trespassing. And even if I could get permission to be on your school, my, my hands are tied as far as what I can say, yours aren't. You have to be there. And because you have to be there, you're allowed to. I mean, you can't say anything you want, but you have the full First Amendment, uh, the freedom to speech uh, protection. I don't. Like, I'm there as a guest, and I'm very limited. You, I don't have freedom of speech on a high school campus if I'm there as a guest. You do. And so you're allowed to show your faith, and you're allowed to. Now, it doesn't mean you can stand up in the middle of the class and be like, oh this is wrong no this this is not you know evolution is wrong you can't like obviously just take over you don't have the right to be disorderly but you do have the right to you know share your faith especially as it comes up and and there's times like uh, i had this you know i'll give another example a student who was like can they make me write an article an essay <laughs> i've been out of high school too long i said article can they make me write an essay about like something i don't believe in and it's like well no they can't make you yes they can make you write on a subject for i think it was evolution they can make you write on the subject but they can't make you say that evolution is right so you if you have to write an essay it's not like this is a essay question on a test um which i still think you should write the truth and just take the loss on it but like if it's an essay you are able to give now you can't just get up there and be like hey this is all wrong this is all bad like you're gonna have to be very intelligent you're gonna have to be like the best written essay in class, because you're gonna have to give your proof of all your stuff and dig into stuff. But no, they can't make you say what they want you to say. And it's just one more opportunity to share your faith. And I remember I had this multiple times in high school where I would write, I was like really into, I'd uh, be the wrong way if I said it that way. I was very passionate about um, like the abortion topic. And so anytime we had like a freedom of topic essay where you could write about whatever, I would write on abortion, and I would basically advocate for the babies and for life. And I would even be in like debates and stuff with friends and they're like, well, it's you know the woman's choice. I'm like, well, what about the baby? Am I like, you know, like and so I would and I would write and I, I did research and I remember talking about like the negative health effects of of the woman who if she like on her first pregnancy because it's typically your first pregnancy. Women aren't typically having down the road, like, oh, I've already had four kids. Um, I'm still getting pregnant. Let's. Up. It's typically like I got pregnant too young. And then later on, they're okay to have their kids. And, and like the health effects of your first pregnancy, not going to a term. I, I, and I researched, I knew this stuff and I'd write it. And some teachers, you know, like I had one teacher, English teacher who believed the way I believed and was, you know, on my side. I had other teachers who were like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I'm going to just mark you for, basic grammatical stuff uh, because you at least did your research. I just, I just have a differing opinion. Um, and I, there was different times where we had to do different essays and stuff. And I would always use those as opportunities to share my faith. Um, even when I got into college, when it was a little less accepted, you know, in college um, I remember still doing that. I used those as opportunities to kind of share my faith, but here's the thing, like you, you can't do that if you're flunking out on the class, right? So if you're taking a speech class, or, or we'll go back to English. You're, you're taking your your senior year English class and you have an essay and you want to write and, and use it as a platform to speak about Christ. No one cares what you have to say if you have if you're failing that class. Your teacher's not gonna care if you, you know, you like the, so you're gonna you know what I mean? Like there's this thing called influence and our character and our reputation, all these things add up to it, and so you can't go in with this attitude of, well, I'm a Christian and this stuff is all stupid, so I'm not even gonna do it anyways. Um, if that's how you feel, then you should probably be homeschooled <laughs> or some other form of alternative education, where you have a little more say in what you are allowed to learn. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that kind of went off a little bit of a rant with that or a, a tangent with that there. But um, I just think that's that's a really important thing. And John, I know you agree because you're basically like you just said, you're in the same situation, but at work, and the opportunities that you have had when you're like, I don't want to be at work right now. I would rather be at the church, but then you you're able to then have a conversation with someone, you're able to witness to someone, you're able to pray for someone. Like you on a daily basis have way more interactions with non-Christians than I do. So even though I'm the pastor, right? Like you have way more as as the now you're kind of in a weird position because you're like partly ministry and partly in, in in like in the world working in the marketplace, but like you have way more opportunities than I do. And so same thing with these students, like I I can't go into your school and do this for you. You can, but no one's going to listen if you're not also living right. And part of living right is actually, again, you don't have to be all in on the school system, but at least, you know, doing, being, having a good witness there. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, Well, I spring this one on you guys. So unless you have anything you want to say, I'll probably wrap this one up, but I want to start doing these more often um, and not even just like, I originally I wasn't planning on getting on talking about something. I was just going to say, hey, you guys have any questions and answer some questions, but I did come across that in my reading today and wanted to talk about it. So I'm, really, like, so I'm going to start doing this a lot more often. I can use them for content on the podcast, but also it's a great time to get in. Um, we joked about this in, in youth about doing this because you know we always have all those questions at the end that don't relate to what we talked about, but you just like, oh, what about this? <laughs> yeah, we don't have time for it. So this is this is a good place to uh, do those. So thank you, Maddie, for being here on our very first one. Yeah, you know, people don't like to it's like the bully syndrome, right? And so like if you seem like you're an easy target, people will bully you. Same thing when it comes to this, like if you seem like, you know, people like to push Christians around and they think of them as ignorant and not knowing stuff, right? Because oh, they just know Bible stuff and they don't really know when you actually start like showing that you know what you believe. They typically like oh this is not an easy target okay i'm gonna back down i don't want to get in these conversations with them every single day like <laughs> so yeah there's a reason why the bible says to you know know what we believe and um also to like jonathan said earlier about you know being in season ready in season and out of season and and being able to just you know always just give like someone's like hey why are you why do you believe the way you believe or why are you you know why are you happier when we're whatever like whatever it may be to be able to like well let me tell you why In fact, in reading Acts today, it's two different times just in like the however many chapters I read that there was an opportunity. Now, both of them were in like (laughs) in prison type situations where they were getting arrested. And um, one was Stephen um, and the other was, I think, Peter and James or maybe Peter and John. And they got to essentially give what they believe. And what I loved about Stephen's is his was awesome. His was literally like, here's the gospel but like literally like let's start in genesis and let's work our way down and go through and here's abraham and moses and and i was like dang stephen like you how long and i'm thinking like how long did they let you talk for because this is not like you can't say this fast like do when you're being brought before trial like are you allowed to have as long as you want to defend yourself because you just preached like a a good 30 plus minute sermon to everyone (laughs) Yeah. Um. And and not just Long, like, oh, Long for Long's sake, but was is like he clearly knew what he was talking about is kind of the, the point that we're making there with that is that he knew what he was talking about. And every time they knew, like, you know, we've got uh, later on, Paul gets pulled before um some rulers and he has to give account for what he believes and like almost convinces his basically his judge, the guy that wasn't technically a judge, but the guy who was judging him. So essentially his judge almost, he's like, you you almost had me convinced and, and kept bringing Paul back to listen to more of his sermons, essentially. So um, you it's easy to be like, oh, I'm in a bad situation. But we just got to remember, no matter what situation we're in, there's always an opportunity to, to turn it into a ministry situation. Um, in fact, even in my reading today, it literally was like, oh, hey, there was some persecution and everyone but the the main apostles left, and because they all left, they went and preached the gospel to, like, all the surrounding towns, and a lot more people heard about Christ because of that persecution. So we could, you know, use pretty much everything um, as an opportunity. So, all right, well, that's all I got today, guys. Thank you for joining. Cool, cool. All right, Jonathan, I'll coordinate you more in the future, and maybe we can even set up a time where we do these, like, the same time every week. So that way people know to, you know, like when we used to do our live show and, and every like people would like uh, actually schedule it, you know, and they would actually try make sure they, they came and whatnot. So. Yeah, that was so late. We were for you, those of you listening, this is during the pandemic, but it's funny that you complain cause it was actually because of you. Cause it was your work schedule and we needed to do, it was exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, so he'd get off work and he by the time it was like nine thirty or whatever, by the time he'd get over to the church, we couldn't start the show, um, youth when we we're doing Youth Factor Live until ten o'clock. And we'd have people on Monday nights literally stay up. Like they're like, Oh, I go to bed like at nine, but on Mondays I stay up and watch it. And so we'd go from ten to eleven, sometimes a little bit later, like, you know, 10, eleven fifteen or whatever, and people once a week would stay up to watch it. So maybe we'll do something like that again with Clubhouse and then, um, you know, we re- record it and I can chop it up and, and put it in as the podcast and whatnot. And, and once. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk off uh, off microphone. So, all right, guys, I'm going to end this and I'll see you guys all on Sunday.